Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
great nation history. Hashem who set our nation free will serve until eternity. Tra la la, we sing with glee of this great nation history. Hashem who set our nation free will serve until eternity. Aha, aha. Water turns to blood. Frogs were everywhere. Were lice that came from mud. Wild animals here and there. A plague that left them dead. Boils that spread and spread. Hell and fire and ice. And the locusts ate the rice. Darkness wasn't fun. And the last one was the death of every firstborn son. Oh, tra la la, we sing with glee of this great nation history. Hashem who set our nation free will serve until eternity. Tra la la, we sing with glee of this great nation history. Hashem who set our nation free will serve until eternity. Aha, aha. Paro in pajamas in the middle of the night. Paro in pajamas in the middle of the night. In pajamas in the middle of the night. Ay, 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 ay. Pyro in pajamas in the middle of the night. Pyro in pajamas in the middle of the night. Pyro in pajamas in the middle of the night. Ay, 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 ay. Pijama be emsa halayla, paro mi pijama be emsa halayla, paro mi pijama be emsa halayla, ay 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 ay. Paro mi pijama be emsa halayla, paro mi pijama be emsa halayla, paro mi pijama be emsa halayla, ay 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 ay. Very nice pajamas, by the way, King Paro. Yes, yes, I know about the pajamas, but where is Moshe? In the middle of the night, Paro with pajamas in the middle of the night, Paro with pajamas in the middle of the night, Paro with pajamas in the middle of the night, Paro with pajamas in the middle of the night, Paro with pajamas in the middle of the night, Excuse me, Jewish person, where is Moshe? Hashem Lemelech Al Kol Haare 
Growing up, I watched my mama doing laundry in the sink, and my brother's clothes and mine were kind of tattered. But we had love and we had faith, and there was laughter in our home. So I guess we had the only things that mattered. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch. Hashem. Be it smooth, be it rough, you just can't say it enough. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Nothing much has changed as the days and years flew by. If it wasn't sad, you'd say it's kind of funny <laughs> Though I surely can't proclaim that I've tried my very best Just like my folks, I'm not too good at making money But Hashem knows what He's doing It's His world after all Why waste time in useless second-guessing? All the trials and tribulations are but means to help us grow so instead of counting money, count your blessings. Time not long ago I'm not too proud to say When I resented the good fortune of my friends 
How I wish I could take back the envy and the pain As it brought me less than nothing in the end But I've cast aside that burden I'm happy and I'm free Growing up taught me a thing or two Now I go around with my guitar And sing for all to hear The grass is mighty green on my side too Go 
J.M. in the A.M. Good morning. Welcome to uh, yet another, oh, there we go, <laughs> yet another edition of J.M. in the A.M. for a uh, Wednesday morning broadcast before Pesach. Uh, let's see, what do we do here in terms of the music? Um, 
Yehei Rava, that's from Rinas Amcha. You heard Mordechai Shapiro's Achas. Brand new Achas Shoalti. Baruch Hashem, done by Journeys from Volume 5. Yoni Eliav and Company with Funk Medley 2022. Adir Adirenu, that's Shlomo Katz. You heard uh, the Pesach selection off children's favorite songs. Kadesh Urchatz, the traditional one. And Regesh, of course, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday, a couple of days away from the big holiday. We're at JM in the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. And uh, tonight is Wednesday night. The first of two nights where we've recommended that if you're going to do a chesed for a family, especially a large family, tonight would be a good time to do it. Sending over dinner to a family, especially a large family, under pressure. Not just financially, but under pressure to get ready for Pesach. And the first thing they should be thinking about is feeding their children. And the last thing they think about is feeding their children. <laughs> Let's do what we can tonight and tomorrow night to um, provide for them whatever we can. Simple as that. Our Chesed project, uh, known as the Nissan Chesed campaign, is one that uh, we're hoping will uh, continue this chain reaction of Chesed throughout the worldwide Jewish community. And tonight we have a golden opportunity. Tonight and tomorrow night we have a golden opportunity. Simple as that. And I hope everyone takes advantage of it. Um, you know, in the aftermath of the uh, studio fire, th- there are people who really stepped up just to make sure that everybody who was so distracted by it, uh, primarily my family, uh, was fed. And I didn't realize just how big a chesed that is and was um, until, until it was actually done. Like he would have said to me, you know, that afternoon, the last thing on our mind should be ordering dinner. Uh, hours later, I realized just how big a chesed it is. So again, um, whatever you could do for families that are preparing, that's wonderful and uh, do what you can and to continue this chesed avalanche that I hope has been created out there, um, during our Nissan chesed campaign. Um, so let me work backwards for a second. Friday morning, people are asking about the seum and, um, we are not, and we never do recommend that, uh, anybody actually use the seum uh, as a, um, way to exempt oneself from Tanis Bechorim. Uh, but if, um, but, but there are extenuating circumstances where it is allowed, you should speak to your rabbi about it, but we do it because it is the custom in the uh, you know in the Jewish tradition to have one on Friday, Rabbi Goldwasser will join us at about seven forty, about seven forty Friday morning with the uh, seum right here at JM and the AM, and we're looking forward to that. Um, later today, Jay Booksbaum he'll join us talk about some kosher wines for Pesach, and we're getting closer and closer to the holiday. We'll talk more about our Chesed project and remind you about some of the options that are out there all coming up. If you keep it here. At JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network.
Compose the sweetest song Scale the highest mountain Don't get me wrong These are wonderful things Even significant things You can strive for wealth, fame and success And trust I'll think of you no less These are wonderful things Even significant things These are wonderful things, even significant things. You can study life's deepest mysteries, turn simple words into poetry. These are wonderful things, even 
significant things But nothing in your life will ever be more meaningful Than giving of yourself to help another J.M. in the A.M. with Journeys, volume number five, Nothing in Your Life. Miami before that with Avadim Hayinu, words from the Haggadah that we say Friday night. Menachem Kobe before that with Vihisha Amda here at J.M. in the A.M. Golly, it's all the background to our news from Israel coming up and plenty more, of course. Elliot Weiselberg in the 7 o'clock hour with uh, our Yeshiva League sports update. I had forgotten to mention yesterday that we postponed it for a day. Uh, so he'll have that for us coming up at about, uh, I guess, just after 7.15 this morning, a few minutes from now, here at JM and the AM. People have asked about the Siyum, uh that we traditionally do on Friday, on Erev Pesach for Tanis Bechorim. Uh, again, we don't recommend you rely on that Siyum if you need a, if you actually need a Siyum to exempt you from Tanis Bechorim, but the Regolwasser and I present it in order to um, do what everyone else in uh, the Jewish nation is doing on Friday. 
7.40 is when we're aiming for. 7.40 a.m. Friday uh, is what we're aiming for in terms of Siyum Bechorim here at JMNAM, so keep that in mind. Yossi's Wag Live Lunch coming up. 11 a.m. Eastern Time right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Keep that in mind as well. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. Newscast next to JMNAM. Galei Tzal, Yerushalayim, Asha'a 2, Shalom Rav, Ba'ulpan Ran Yavnai, Ima Shekorei Achshav. לוחמי האימם עצרו לפני זמן קצר מבוקש בעיר טולקרם וירו בשני חשודים פלסטינים שסיכנו אותם, אין נפגעים ישראלים. עם הפרטים כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. הלוחמים נכנסו לעיר טולקרם סמוך לאוניברסיטת חדורי כדי לעצור מבוקש בפעילות טרור על פי הכוונת השב"כ. המבוקש ברח והם פתחו לעברו בירי, פצעו ועצרו אותו. במקביל התפתחה במקום הפרת סדר והכוחות נטרלו חמוש עם נשק שאיים לירות עליהם. שני פלסטינים נפצעו באירוע ללא נפגעים. לכוחות הימ"מ. בתוך כך בחמאס הוציאו בשעה האחרונה הודעת איום על ישראל שמזהירה מפני התוכנית להקריב קורבנות בהר הבית והבהירו עמנו לא יאפשר זאת בכל מחיר. סגן השר לביטחון הפנים, חבר הכנסת סגלוביץ', שוחח עם יעל דן בגלי צה"ל. חמאס זה ארגון טרור. הוא מוצא לנכון כל פעם שהוא נמצא באיזושהי מצוקה, באיזושהי ביקורת, להוציא הודעות כאלה ואחרות. לגבי אנשים שטוענים שיעלו, האם יעלו אנשים ויקראו קורבנות על הר הבית, התשובה היא לא. כי זה לא קורה, וזה לא יקרה. כתבתנו המדינית, מוריה אסר וולברג מוסיפה, שדובר ראש הממשלה בערבית, אופיר גנדלמן, העביר אף הוא בטוויטר, הטענות כי יש יהודים המתכוונים להקריב קורבנות בהר הבית הן שקריות לחלוטין וקודמו על ידי ארגוני טרור פלסטינים במטרה להסית, לעורר רגשות ולהניע פעולות טרור. נשמור על הסטטוס קוו במקומות הקדושים ולא נאפשר כל הפרה של הסדר הציבורי בירושלים או בכל מקום אחר. גורמים רשמיים ברמאללה אמרו לכתבנו ג'קי חוגי כי הרשות לא קיבלה כל מסר מרגיע מישראל על כוונתה לסכל עליית יהודים להר הבית לצורכי זבח. מה ששמענו מהצד הישראלי זה רק הצהרות על רצונם של יהודים לעלות להר, וזאת תוספת שמן למדורה. הוארך בשלושה ימים ההצהרה של סייעת ממעון ויצו בצפון תל אביב הנחשדת בהתעללות בפעוטות. אתמול שופטת בית משפט השלום בתל אביב שחררה את החשודה, אך המשטרה ערערה וההחלטה התהפכה. כתובתנו בתל אביב, אנה פינס מוסיפה, ששופט בית המשפט המחוזי בעיר ראה תיעודי מהגן והגיב בדיון, זה לא מחזה נחמד, לא הייתי רוצה שיתנהגו לנכד שלי כך. בג"ץ דן בעתירה בעניין קיצור תורנויות המתמחים והמליץ למדינה להודיע בעצמה על דחיית יישום המתווה. מדווח כתבנו איתי שריד. בהמשך היום בית המשפט צפוי לקבוע האם העתירה תידון בפניו או שימליץ לעותר את קופת חולים כללית לפנות לבית הדין לעבודה בנושא. במהלך הדיון השופט פוגלמן הציע למדינה להודיע על דחיית יישום המתווה לתקופה של חודש ימים כדי לחסוך בהליכים משפטיים. מזג האוויר, עלייה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
Eitan Katz, Lecha Ezbach, here at JM in the AM. Before that, Udi Davidi with Hakola Tova. Uh, Yehuda Katz had Hodu, and Diana was done by the Haroses Choir, <laughs> one of the uh, dominant acts in our uh, repertoire here as we get closer and closer to Pesach. I want to thank our panel yesterday for taking care of a lot of Pesach product questions. I know there are a lot of them, and I'm sure all day long yesterday, rabbis around the country were getting... Uh, inundated with questions, and certainly those at the OU. Uh, so I thank everybody who was a part of yesterday's panel. Going to J Drugs on Avenue J, say hi to the entire staff there. And, of course, a big thank you to Rabbi Schoenfeld and Rabbi Gersten from the OU. As we tried to get to as many questions as possible, never seems possible. You try, and you never, you never get to, a, to enough questions. But all right, I think we did a pretty good job and certainly spurred on uh, interest in the different Pesach product questions. And I hope, uh, again, that people have been going to their rabbis to ask. Yesterday on uh, this program, we forgot to mention that um, Elliot Weiselberg in the Shiva League Sports Update was postponed for a day, uh, usually Tuesday at 7.20. This week it's Wednesday at 7.20. Shiva League Sports Update with Elliot Weiselberg, a special feature of JM in the AM. Good morning. As we roll towards Pesach, all spring sports have now commenced, giving us an action-packed second week of April to discuss. Straight ahead on the JM and the AM Sports Update, we'll kick around some soccer scores, and hockey, softball, and baseball are just a swing away. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weisselberg. The Diamond Sports are here, and all but one team in boys' varsity softball have thrown their first pitches. In the East, May and DRS have jumped out to 4-0 records, each sweeping doubleheaders with Rambam in the process. The two teams will meet at the end of April in what could be the determining factor in who takes the division. Out West, four teams are 2-0 and will await the other side of the Pesach break to separate from each other. In girls' softball, SKA and Mayanote have jumped out to 2-0 records atop the East and West, respectively. Central, Hank, and Hillel are each 1-0, and four other teams have at least one win on the early season. In baseball, TABC and MTA are 2-0. MTA opened up the season with a 10-3 win over SAR and a 5-4 win over JEC, while TABC upended Heschel and Ramaz. For Ramaz, a low end to the week that started with a 5-0 win over North Shore behind a phenomenal 19-strikeout effort by junior Max Tans. Back indoors, girls' hockey continues where Frisch appeared poised to bump up behind Heschel's hot start, defeating SKA 9-2 and Maya Note 2-0, but was shut out last night by Ramaz 1-0. The loss puts the Cougars and the Rams into a tie at 2-1, one point behind Maya Note for second in the West. Both have two games in hand on the Rapids, who split the week, adding a 2-1 win over SKA to the Frisch loss. Out east, Hafter and SAR continue to separate themselves from the pack, each taking a win on the week. In boys' varsity soccer, DRS, North Shore, and Frisch each added wins on the week to up their records to 3-0. DRS and North Shore each defeated Hank, while Frisch topped JEC. Heschel remained undefeated, with a drubbing of Mag and David, while TABC preserved a one-point lead in the West, doubling up Kushner 12-6. Tennis has also gotten off to a smashing start for DRS, who lead the boys' East Division with a 3-0 record, sweeping Rambam, North Shore, and Flatbush in all 15 matches played on the early season. On the girls' court, Central has also jumped out to a 3-0 record, sweeping Shalamath and Megan David after narrowly edging out North Shore 3-2. As the spring season continues, you can get all the latest information from and be sure to follow Yeshiva League Pass on Instagram. 
And that was your JM in the AM Sports Update. Chag Sameach, I'm Elliot Weisselberg.
JM in the AM, Yaakov Shweki and Shlomi Shabbat with Behisha Anda here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, you heard the uh, Yeshiva League Sports Update. Thank you to Elliot Weiselberg, to him and all of our amazing staff and volunteers at the Nahum Siegel Network, of course. Uh, it's Wednesday, which means Yessi Zweig will have a um, simulcast of his Z-Report live lunch coming up starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Make sure to be tuned in for that. Big thank you to our friends at A&H, sponsoring our JMDM and Nachum Siegel Network broadcast. A&H, Abel's and Hyman, with an amazing display of uh, delicious meat products. As you uh, go into your stores and shop in your supermarkets before Pesach, check them out. They can be very, very helpful to you as you get ready for Pesach and as you uh, serve delicious lunches and dinners during Yontav and Cholamoid. And a big thank you to A&H, to Abel's and Hyman. Uh, thank you to our friends at ArtScroll and ArtScroll.com. You know the rule. Always use promo code radio at ArtScroll.com for your major discount and, of course, free shipping. Always use promo code radio at ArtScroll.com. And a lot of people this coming Friday night will be holding ArtScroll Haggadahs of so many different varieties <laughs> uh, all around the world. As uh, we sit down to the Seder and continue on with the most amazing traditions of our people. That's happening this coming Friday night. And a big thank you again to Artscroll and Artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio for your discount and your free shipping. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Rabbeinu Avram Abu notes that the Medrash Mos says that we make a zecher for the nisim that Hashem does for us. Like it says in the Pasuk, You shall observe this decree to remember Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim at its designated time from year to year. However, at the Pesach Seder, we use Maror. Why do we eat it? Because the Egyptians embittered the lives of our ancestors in Mitzrayim. There's a question. Rabbeinu Avram says we don't make a zecher for the tsaras. We don't make a remembrance for the trouble. 
only the Hatzala from the Tzara, only on being saved from whatever the challenge was. So why do we eat Maror on the night of Pesach to remember the bitter experience? The Medrash gives a mushal of the king who married a woman from a different country. They had to cross the ocean to bring her to his palace. A storm arose. The ship was about to capsize. But finally, they reached their destination. The king asked her, Please don't remember all the turbulence that they experienced. They would only make a great simcha to remember the day that they were saved. Kach, kama galim koshim al Yisrael. How many serious turbulent waves passed over Klal Yisrael? Uchshiga'olam, and when Hashem redeemed us, Amar lahem lismoach biyom Hashem said, Please just take salvation and joy in the day that you were saved. We also learn in the Talmud that Ravacha was searching for what he could use for Mara, the bitter herbs. Rabbi Shaya said the optional fulfillment of the mitzvah is with chazeres. Rav said chazeres is chasa. The Gemara explains that the meaning of chasa refers to the fact that Hashem has great rachamim, mercy on us. So how are we meramiz rachamim? Do we allude to the mercy that Mara shows the shibud and the bitterness of the exile? Rabbeinu Avram Abu Chatzera answers that it says in Meseches Megillah, Shebechol makom shegalu, every place that we were exiled, Shechinoi mohen, the Shechina is together with them. We also learn, Bechol tzorosom lo lo tzor, in every place where we ever have trouble, Hashem is also troubled. This is the reason why Hashem revealed Himself to Moshe mitoch from the thorn bush. Hashem said to Moshe, Do you not realize that I have pain? Just like Klal Yisrael is currently in pain. So the main idea of the redemption of Mitzrayim was because of the Tsar Ashkina, the great pain of the Divine Presence. That's why we say, when Hashem is in Golos with us, the Golos turns into the Geula. As it says, Ki eshe bechoshech Hashem orli. When I sit in darkness, Hashem is a light to me. We should always remember, no matter what challenges we go through in life, Hashem is right there, together with us. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
משתחרים ומועדים לפני מלך מלכי המלכים. די, 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 הקדוש ברוך JM in the AM. Well, a couple of what we would say Elenus, Yoni Stern, and then Yitzchak uh, Fuchs here at JM in the AM. A couple of Elenus. I like that. Um, well, we're, we're, as I said yesterday, and again, a lot of people rightfully are not paying attention to where we're broadcasting from, and people are simply commenting that the show sounds as good as ever, which is one of the greatest compliments I could ever get with the conditions that we're under. <laughs> but um, uh, we are in a makeshift studio as of yesterday in New Jersey. Uh, hello, Tinek. And... Um, this is in addition to the makeshift studio that we have in uh, New York City, which is uh, a challenge, to say the least. And uh, somebody has surprised me this morning, my own manager, Miriam L. Wallach, by becoming the first on-air live guest. Not on-air, I should say, because that was yesterday we had some guests, but I'm talking about live in studio here at JM and the AM. And good morning to you, Miriam L. Wallach. Good morning, Nachum. This is, uh, this is quite a surprise. Well, you know, I'm surprising. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and um, I, I know we shouldn't make a big deal about this because, you know, again, to the listeners, thank God we keep hearing that the show sounds as good as ever. Um, and I think they mean that when they say it. Mm-hmm. And I think people are really happy and proud that we're able to rebound the way things have rebounded. But do you want to give a 20-second uh, description of, of where we are right now? And, and nothing against our, our host. No, ho- heaven forbid. Nothing against our host and teenage, just in a small... I actually, I think this is bringing you back to your roots, because as I was walking into the building, I felt like I was in Bondi 3-4. Right. Right. So that's yeah, a real... It's funny you say that, because yeah. when I walk into the building, I think I'm in Froberg Hall, the original, original, mm. original basement studio in East Orange, New Jersey. Wow. Even though here you're walking upstairs, still, it's got that... It's got that eerie early morning feeling. Yeah, and like presence, yeah. right? So anyway, so big surprise that um, when when this space was actually turned into a studio a couple of days ago, with your help and the help of many others, uh, you actually had a sign created, which is what people may have seen the Daily Thread yesterday. Probably yeah, it looked good. Yeah, the Nahum Single Network studio sign. And and look, we have no idea how long. Nah, who knows? We have no idea how long. Right. We have no idea how long we'll be here. We have no idea how many studios we're going to end up with. We have no idea what the exact plan is. There is work already being done in Manhattan. You and I, ha- shockingly, have not even <coughs> spoken on the air about the old studio, which is unbelievable. In fact, the only two people to have walked in there from our staff and volunteers were me and ZK. Other than that, nobody actually experienced being in that space after the total destruction. I'm sorry for saying it like that, but sometimes I have to remind myself how lucky we are yeah. to be alive and how lucky we are to uh, have been able to move on and to be on the air the next day. Um, it's it's miraculous. Yeah, and the pictures, as ZK proved, do, do not do it justice. Yeah, I think that after, listen, I had um, I had very much wanted, right? I had wanted to come to the studio. Um, 
And then you told me ZK's reaction to seeing the space. Right. As opposed to watch, seeing the seeing pictures. Seeing the pictures. And the pictures are were horrifying enough. Um, and to hear that ZK was so shaken to his core, and rightfully so, not, I mean, as a barometer, um, my general reaction, my general feeling changed to going to see it myself. I think you um, were also in the camp of, yeah, you don't need to see this. Right. Um, and, and frankly, other people who had been at the space, um, a couple of the, um, the guys who helped clean it up, who you and I have in common, um, he actually said to me, he's like, no, you don't need to be a part of that. And I, and I appreciated everyone's sentiments and I took it to heart. And usually, as you know, Nahum, um, I, I buck suggestions like that. Right. I love it when people tell me what to do. So in this case, though, I did defer to the people who had seen it themselves, and I said, I'm out. Yeah, and uh, nonetheless, look, I've, I've said this. I said this during the entire week after the fire. Um, uh, people like yourself and others, obviously, who spent a lot of time in that studio, we can't begin to tell you what it meant to us and yeah. what kind of on-air experience was. By the way, you're you're my first in studio guest here. I know I had to be that person. Wait a second. Yeah, sorry. You're my first in studio guest here in New Jersey. Was I your last in person? Who was your last? Who was yep. who was your last in studio guest in the old studio? You. Is that unbelievable? I Nahum. When I was um when I was recording my tribute to the studio show, um, which was the show I did after the fire. And I had mentioned that it's a strange thing to, um, to, to memorialize an inanimate object, right. right. To take time to mourn for something that never had a beating heart, but certainly was the, was the, was the heart of everything we did. Um, and filled with memories and pictures and I don't have to go through it again, but it, certainly was not lost on me that the last interview I did was you. And it was about the Chesed project that we're in now. Again, the irony that we started before Nissan, because I just couldn't hold back. I wanted to get it started ASAP. And funny enough, you're here on the day when, when tonight is one of the nights that we're recommending to people to be uh, extra to be extra mindful of families that are preparing for Pesach. Extra generous, yeah. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday. We've been talking about Wednesday and Thursday night, people you know, purchasing dinner for people who are uh, you know, trying to feed their families while at the same time prepare for the holiday. Right. And, um, and, and I remind everybody about that now. I remind everybody about that now. There's so many amazing things that can be done between now and the start of the holiday. One of my listeners, um, I, I, I alluded this to you off the air. I just never told you the whole story. But uh, one of my listeners has has um, accused me of of making him a chesed machine. Um, Boy, I've been accused of a lot worse. That's not bad. Yeah. and That's uh, not bad. Yeah. And um, the stories, the stories that have come through, a lawyer who called me and said that they went ahead and, I mean, this is such a longer story the way it happened because the person happened to hear the show. The lawyer who said to me that they are now providing free service to somebody who they were ready to not do that for. They were ready to drop them as a client mm. because they heard my conversation with David <gasps> Sable that morning. Oh, wow. Yeah, I never told you that story. Oh, wow. Uh, but because I mentioned the name to you, you probably know who it is now. I mentioned the name to you off the air. Um, and then and then the chesed machine. Does he wear glasses? <laughs> I don't get it. 
I'm trying to figure out who it is. Oh, oh I mentioned the name to you. It's no. funny. Anyway. All right. Um, we can do this later. I said to you, there were a couple of stories I wanted to tell yeah, you, so, yeah, yeah. so one of them was him. Anyway, um, and then the Chesed Machine person has made sure to make arrangements for someone for the Pesach Seder. Amazing. Has paid into a fund that takes care of widows and people in need at a massive supermarket. Uh, so he's paid into that fund. Uh, what else did he tell me? So many other things that he's been doing. Um, anyway, so I'm glad to see that the avalanche, that the uh, that the ripple effect, that the domino effect that we've been looking for in terms of the Chesed project has been working. And I hope more and more people do as much as they can between now and the start of the holiday uh, to help others. Simple yeah, as that. A hundred percent. And the truth of the matter is, Nahum, is that you have inspired so many people with the Chesed project, but you've also inspired people with your resiliency and the way you have, you can take a deep exhale with that. I, I, I just feel like I haven't slept in a month, but you haven't slept in a month, but I really, I, I can't thank you enough for that. It, it's who on earth would have expected you to be on the air the next morning. I mean, give me a break. Who on earth would have expected you to be on air the next morning? That's, that's insane. I mean, and I mean that as a compliment, but that's insane. And yet you were there. And Avrami, I mean, talk about a great wingman. Avrami's been amazing. But that whole next morning, and the pain in your voice was so real. Listen, one of the reasons that you've been effective for as long as you've been effective is because of your transparency and because of your authenticity and because of your sensitivity. And so the outpouring of support that you received and you have received since the fire is a testament to all those three things and to the love that your greater Nahum Siegel community feels for you. And so when people saw pictures of the studio, people who hadn't been there in years, people who might have been there once, they were all part of it and they felt a loss. Yeah. And so you've created this unbelievable global community, global congregation and they felt your pain, and and everyone responded, but we're all here supporting you, and frankly, just completely in awe of your resilience. Well, I thank you. I hope that that resilience continues around the clock, because sometimes it's a little bit easier on the air than off the air, but I, I really hope that that continues around the clock and that we're able to continue to move forward. Uh, again, we have no idea at this point what the studio situation is going to look like. It's funny that we're in a makeshift studio here in New Jersey. Yeah, by the way, not so makeshift. Well. Okay, not so makeshift. Have we given Daniel credit? No, I want to thank Daniel Gordon and everybody else who's been so helpful, including yourself. Nah, but Daniel, I mean, first of all, I I, I personally have to thank Daniel because I have, um, it was one of my better ideas. I'm going to take credit for that idea. But I trust him completely. And to give somebody this project of helping you stand up again in a space and potentially, hopefully, in multiple spaces that will just not only empower you, but it enable you to do what you do at the level in which you do it, I, um, I turned to Daniel. And he's totally the right guy. And I personally thank him tremendously for the work he has done here and for being that guy who we could turn to and say, we need to get this done. Yeah. I thank him very, very much. And, um, 
uh, again, I, the reason I use the word makeshift is because when you have a certain vision in mind of what you want your studio to look like, yeah, <laughs> you know, okay, that's all. Right, that's but your whole. studio uh, on Grand Street didn't look the way it looked in the end when it just right, started. Of course, hundred percent. Do you want me to put wall? Do you want me to put carpeting on the wall in here for you? <laughs> I don't know if that's necessary. I don't think it's necessary. It doesn't seem like too many people are around here this early in the morning. It's a beautiful thing, by the way. Yeah. The building is yours. Timing-wise, is fine. Exactly. We're not bothering anybody. Wonderful gentleman named Thomas who's who's in the building and is supervising things and uh, always has a positive word, which is great to walk into. 100%. And uh, and that's where we are. So Chesed Project, everybody, you know what it's all about. Uh, Do something nice, and we hope that the people who... Thank you. We'll not only get a, your welcome, but they'll get a reminder that you should go ahead, that they should go ahead and do something nice for somebody else as well. You have until, uh, well, you have until candle lighting tomorrow, and I hope everybody out there takes advantage. Uh, there are a lot of telephones out there, so phone calls before Yontif is one of the good gestures that you can uh, undertake and um, and work with. Uh, also, I wanted to um, uh, remind everybody that ncsygreatadventure.com is the website. ncsygreatadventure.com is the website, and that's the website where you could actually purchase tickets for for, for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, Cholamoid. Wow, three days! Tuesday being the concert day with um, Simcha Liner and Ellie Marcus. And at the very top of that page, ncsygreatadventure.com, at the very top of that page, ncsygreatadventure.com, there is a... Um, a link, a tab that says uh, donate tickets. And we hope that you'll use that opportunity during the Chesed Project time to donate tickets to underprivileged families and give them an opportunity uh, to send uh, teens who can't afford it uh, to uh, Six Flags, this Cholamoid. Uh, can you stick around a couple of minutes? or? Uh... Yeah, you're throwing me out? No, not you at all. You can't already be throwing me out I've, of the studio. I'm not. I'm just asking. It's too early. I don't know what your fun. schedule is. I mean, I, I, have, a, I have a few minutes. Why? You want to do, you got to do the ID? No, I just... I, you want to play a song? I was figuring we would, but it's up to you. Oh, okay. We can play a song. I mean, is there something else you want to bring up at the moment? Feel free. Um, no, nah, I'm good, but I, I, you know, we get to schmooze a couple more minutes, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. I just, you know, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. I want to take full advantage of first, being the first in-studio first guest. in-studio guest in what is our first New Jersey studio since... Uh, 2016. You know what happens next? Is the next person to sit in this guest chair is going to be, well, I am the second guest and I had more time than she is. So I I have to sit here a little bit longer. Okay, no problem. I'm just saying. More coming up. Do I get to sign the wall? (laughs) I don't think we could do that here. Oh, too soon? Yeah, I would think so. Okay. Although the people who are in charge here have been very nice and really have just... Essentially, give us the give us, given us the run of the place. So. They're just not into vandalism. They'd prefer uh, yeah. I not sign my name on the wall. I would think that that's okay. That would be a good that's idea. reasonable. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world by NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app.
J.M. in the A.M. It's Miami with Pischuli here on a uh, Wednesday morning. Remember that the uh, C.M. with Rabbi Goldwasser is Friday, 7.40 a.m. Eastern time is the scheduled time at the moment. 
Tanis Bechorim Siyam, which you should not rely on, but uh, but again, consult with your rabbi under extenuating circumstances you might be able to. We do it because the whole Jewish world does it. Mm. And that's uh, why we do it. Special guest this morning, Miriam al Oh, that's very nice. The very first uh, in-studio yes. guest in this uh, uh, temporary, possibly permanent, who knows. Can't we just call it the T-Nex studio? Right, I guess we can call it that. Let's he- just call it that. Here in New Jersey. Um, second day that I'm here. And, um, and again, can't thank the people in charge here enough for their uh, hospitality, generosity, cooperation the big thank you again to daniel gordon really everybody the staff and volunteers who are doing everything possible uh to make this as (laughs) as smooth a transition not sure we're transitioning to yet because we're just we're going with the flow but we are literally day by day step by step hour by hour going with the flow and uh, the best thing i keep hearing is that the show sounds good thank god because from my perspective you can imagine that things are a little bit um wonky very good thank you very good thank you (laughs) a little bit bit more up in the air than i would like yeah but also nachem think about all the advantages here in teaneck yeah let me hear there's more food here on one block than in the entire lower east side combined which is only partly funny folks but i used to joke all the time on the in the studio about the famine that is the Lower East Side. No, I don't. I don't think you're being fair to Teaneck by saying that. What do you mean? It's it's not equal. It's not more than the whole Lower East Side. It's it's like twenty times more. No, just outside the door is more oh, than the Lower East. Literally side. just outside the door. Oh yeah, that's true. Correct. Yeah, like Correct. literally walk outside. Right, and you're and you're in the midst of uh, a tremendous number of eateries. Yeah. And, and that's a feeling you will not get anymore, unfortunately, on Grand Street. Not so much. No, yeah. you walk out of here and literally have a bagel. Boom, done. Easy enough. Boom, done. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. There you go. Um, anyway, so yeah, there are a lot of advantages and a lot of great people here, and uh, good to have a space. And yes, and it's close to. I mean, it's close. I mean, what are there? Eleven communities in Bergen County, so you're close to so many different things. And um, uh, the only problem for me, and problem of course in quotation marks, is that I do have to uh, cross the Hudson. But uh, listen, yeah. you commuted to Jersey, so right. How did you forget that part? I don't forget that part. Okay. At all. I'm just saying. But we're just filing it. No, I'm just saying that that's the only uh, you right. Know, that's the only thing I that, you know that that. Well, on behalf of commuters, Nahum, who yeah. now cross the bridge on a daily basis, welcome. Right. Yeah, you get the point. Welcome, my friend, to the show that never ends. Tomorrow, I think uh, I'm going to be actually in our in our Manhattan makeshift studio. Okay, that you can call the Manhattan. Well, makeshift. that that literally is a makeshift right. studio. This is the, let's let's start naming things. This is the TNX studio, <laughs> right. not makeshift. This is the TNX studio. Right. Uh, but New York City, I would say, is still a... I mean, Nahum, you have post-it notes. What else do you need? <laughs> you got post-it notes, you got scissors, you got a dry erase board. Yeah, thanks to everybody who really helped set things up. Yeah. Uh, you, you included to... You know. I really, I mean, you know, as, I, as I've as i joked with you before, just because I can place an order doesn't mean that I really get credit uh, here. I, I hear you. I spoke to the right people. But the, the bottom line is that uh, there was more here than I expected when I got here, and I appreciate that very much. Not at all. Not at all. Listen, you needed tissues. <laughs> yes, a studio <laughs> or any office atmosphere. Correct. Needs tissues. You know, there's some, some certain basics you need here. Exactly. And you now you have bagels. Right across the street. I mean, no, it's everything shout you could out, want it to be and more. Shout out to uh, to Poppies. Yes. Uh, anyway. For all the time we had conversations about having a Teaneck studio or moving to Teaneck, look. By the way, that's not a joke. I know it's not a joke. I can recount all the conversations. Joke. Years ago, oh, yeah. we spoke about actually moving the studio to Bergen County. Multiple and, and, times. And I think we spoke about this block. 
Of course not, we did. Yeah, we spoke about this block. Because all I was thinking about is all the food. Well, I don't think that's the real reason. Okay. But, but it was, there was one a, of the reasons. There was a husband, let's put it that way. Correct. And the one thing I was really, I mean, mock bid on was not giving up the 212 phone number. Right, which we probably could have forwarded. Yeah, now I know from experience that you don't have to give up the two or yeah. two phone number. Yeah, it was like two old people having a conversation. <laughs> right. What do you do with the phone? And yeah, yeah. So that 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 was taken care of the next morning. Um, but um, look, in general, the uh, the that big question about whether to have a presence here or not was always a question. Yeah. And, and now we'll see what happens. Now we'll see. Listen, what God the, made the decision for you. I guess God made a lot of decisions. I don't even know how I went along with this plan and it was my plan <laughs> how I went along with because it. it makes sense like I was the one who brought it up to my family brought it up to you right and it made sense it was one of the best it, ideas a, you've had it's in a, a long little time. crazy with a okay. long commute and everything but it doesn't matter but that's you know what else was crazy doing shows from Dubai you know what else is crazy that's doing true. a show in Venice that's true you know what else is crazy a lot of the a things in the things. last 10 and a half years so this my friend is nothing compared to the crazy yeah. this is nothing no question about it okay well, I thank you. No, no, no. I thank you for allowing me to bully myself into the studio to be your first in-studio guest. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Again, my thanks to Daniel Gordon. Yeah. Thank you, Daniel. My thanks to Daniel Gordon. My thanks to ZK. Certainly my thanks to Yoni Pollock and um, Yassi Abrami. Zweig and Avrami and everybody Everybody's who's been a part still. of this. Everybody. I mean, from everybody. Mayor Zamek, Matis, Mayer. Matis. Oh my gosh, the list is so long. It's amazing. Yeah. A lot of people involved and a lot of people really pitching in. I mean, always pitching in, not just, you know, yeah. not just because of And I know I just miss people. We oh. always miss people. Yeah. Um, but I also, by the way, just want to thank um, my, um, my Cross River um, family because the day after the fire, when I went into work, um, it was literally the, it, it was, it was a terrible day. Yeah. We can sympathize. Right. It was a terrible day, but it was also, um, it was a terrible day that I was living out with people who were not experiencing with me. Right. Right. It's not like I was with right. you. It's good point. It's not like I was with you. Right. I was mourning by myself. Right. And we, again, we mourned the studio. Right. Um, but I, but I have to thank them, Phil and Suzanne and Jill and, you know, everyone there, um, people I, who I still don't know by name, who came over and just had heard what can they do, et cetera. But, um, but I appreciate everyone's not only support and sympathy, but giving me my, giving me the space that I needed that day. Um, they, 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 they've been wonderful. They were certainly wonderful that day. And I, they were they were what I needed at that moment, even if I didn't realize it. Uh, and I'll thank them and the thousand other donors who uh, yeah. helped keep us going here and uh, and and uh, committed to fund and uh, demonstrated their commitment to fund our rebuild. And the rebuild, of course, has begun. This is one example of it. Frankly, this is the TNX Studio, yeah. Nahum. And um, so I thank them very much, and uh, I thank you for continuing the role as my manager. Are you kidding? And no, I'm being serious about Come that. Come on. And um, let me know if I have anything to do Cholmoid. I'm working on it. And, <laughs> and um, what can I say? That's it. We should continue to go from strength to strength. We will. And by the way, you know what this also means. What does that mean? That 
well, the next studio that we open or slash reopen, yeah. I have to be the first on air. Well, guest we'll try. We'll what try. does that mean? You we'll giving try. my spot to somebody else? If you're gonna if you're gonna be as involved in the formation of the studio as you were in this one, I would have no choice to be fair to, to but to do that. So, so you may have earned your way in Thank even you. without uh, Thank you know, you. bullying your way in. All right, but I I'm not. I'm not above bullying my way in. I hear that. Okay, good. That we that we know. to you. Chag kasher v'samech to the you. entire Siegel family. And to the entire Wallach family. Thank you. Thank you so much, Miriam Wallach. Everybody, it's uh, a Wednesday broadcast, and I remind you, get involved with Chesed. You have a couple of more days to do it before the big holiday. Let the avalanche of Chesed continue among our JM and listeners and among everybody around the world as we continue with Eitan Freilach at JM and the AM.
Shmola Younger and Company. Song called Ditzach. <laughs> Literally, words from the Seder. Three abbreviations from the Seder, and you have an amazing song <laughs> thousands of years later, right? <laughs> or whatever number of years it's been since the Haggadah was created. JM and the AM, uh, before that, Eitan Freilich with LEO. Well, uh, 
I don't think we, as I said yesterday, I don't think we can go into Pesach, especially with so many people utilizing today and tomorrow to shop. Uh, and even those who've shopped for wine already for Pesach, a lot of people will go back to the stores now when they hear of a specific bottle or hear of a specific um, a case of wine. Um, with all that in mind, we cannot possibly go into Pesach without the recommendations of the one, the only, the vice president of wine education, the number one kosher wine sommelier on planet Earth, uh, the person who for close to 30 years has been giving recommendations to this audience when it comes to kosher wine. He is from the grapevine, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem, and he is the one, the only, Jay... Booksbaum. How are you, Mr. Booksbaum? Amazing. Unbelievable. Ridiculous. Fantastic. <laughs> B-H, 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 B-H. By the way, and I, I know, I, know I, I shouldn't harp on it, but I, I tend to do so anyway. You were one of the people who was in our old studio. My gosh, I can't even count the number of times. I mean, if you told me 100, I'd believe it. So you were, yeah. you were one of the people who really appreciated what that space was like and how warm an atmosphere it was. So I thank you for that, <sighs> sir. I really do thank you for that because it was really heartwarming to hear from you and to get your reaction to what had happened because it did bring back a whole host of great memories. You know, it, it, it wasn't just the, of course, wonderful stuff that VK and so many other people contributed to the technical aspects of it. The warmth and the history and the richness and the pictures oh my gosh the pictures oh my gosh of, of historic moments in the, of the last 35 40 years maybe even a little bit longer which is unbelievable and to lose all of that you know just know that we have them in our hearts and in our minds oh, i appreciate that uh it's hour of pesach or at least it feels like it's hour of pesach there are other people who refer to this week in a different way than the way i just referred to it there's some people who really uh who are really and i, I don't mean to joke about the pressure out there because obviously there is a lot of pressure uh but people have given the this week uh some interesting names jay because the preparations for pesach are not always easy are not always smooth let's put it that way uh, and um, we just want to get to Friday night. We want to get to the Seder and and start the proceedings. We should mention uh, you represent uh, such a major and uh, and massive uh, wine company, and I don't know how many bottles of Kedem and Royal Wine are going to be on the tables uh, around the world this coming Friday night, but it will be an astounding number, an astronomical number, that's for sure. Um, we should mention that the before we talk about you know recommendations by you, we should mention that uh, a whole host of uh, different situations that people are in are addressed by your company, uh, whether it's uh, low sugar wines, low alcohol wines, uh, wines where, you know, uh, are available and therefore gives rabbis the options of making decisions that will help uh, their congregants. Um, you know, I mean, you get my point. I mean, you, you just people need to know uh, because we've spent time in past years, you know, discussing details. People need to know that a whole bunch of options are out there, no matter what their situation might be. That's right. That's right. So uh, we, we've gone over this many, many times. Low alcohol, low sugars. Um, yeah, a whole bunch. All there. Take advantage, everybody. If you're in a specific medical situation, uh, your rabbi has options of what to recommend. Obviously, grape juice is a... Uh, is, is obviously an option for certain people when when the the alcohol is too great. Um, 
but uh, just know that those options exist. All right, Jay, you know what we're asking for? We're asking for recommendations. There are people who over the next couple of days, whether they've already gotten their wine for Pesach or not, are going to be focused on getting something extra special for the Seder, for their family, as a gift for somebody before the Chag. Um, what are you recommending? What's the list of Jay Booksbaum recommendations? Well, let's start with Baron Herzog. Now, Baron Herzog, you know, is known for their Cabernet and Chardonnay and, you know, Zinfandel and, uh, you know, old vine Zinfandel, in fact, which means that the wines are richer, thicker, uh, coming from vines where uh, the berries, we, we call them berries and wine speak, that is the grapes, are so tiny and so intense that the richness is all there. But there's one wine from Baron Herzog that people don't know, I mean, don't really think about. It's called Aleph, A-L-E-P-H, and it's a blend. And the reason why I recommend it is twofold. First of all, it's it's interesting and it's new, but also it's complex. It's got it's a blend of wine, so it's not just straight Cabernet or straight Merlot. It's you know it's wine that you know you can get more complexity out of. So that's one from Baron Herzog. Nice. And I always like I always like to um, you know I, I often will start my seder. And again, if you if you tune into my big reveal after the seder Saturday night. I'm sorry, Sunday night. Um, you'll uh, maybe maybe I'll give you some insights into actually what I did taste, and I didn't pick it beforehand. And that's why I can't even tell you, even if I wanted to, because I usually make a game time decision. But it's interesting. I often start the seder with a rosé. So Baron Herzog has a nice rosé. There's another amazing wine if you can find it. I don't know if there's much out of out there because it's sold out as far as we're concerned, but there may be some in the stores. And that's the Generation 9 or the Generation wines from the Herzog part of the Baron Herzog family. And those wines are intense and rich and not cheap, but really worth the money. Generation 9 is a stag's leap, which comes from a really, really tiny area. So just to give you a perspective, you can buy uh, Cabernet grapes or a winery can buy Cabernet grapes for uh, less than $1,000. Some Cabernet grapes cost as much as $30,000. And it's these... that's right. And the grapes that make the Stag's Leap, uh, the Stag's Leap wine come from those kinds of grapes. And then, so, you know, Herzog and Baron Herzog and the single vineyards, uh, I love, um, there's a brand new Chardonnay out from Herzog Vineyards called Chalk Hill, which, you know, everybody, not everybody, but lots of wine drinkers know about the Chalk Hill Cabernet, but the Chalk Hill Chardonnay is a brand new wine. Uh, A Pinot Noir, I often pick Pinot Noir for the third cup. Why? Because the second cup goes into the meal. So for that, I pick a rich wine so it could, you know, match and balance with the kosher, with the wonderful, delicious foods that you're having, whether you're going with me to Perfect Pesach or anyplace else. And then for the third coast, which, you know, you want a little bit lighter. And Pinot Noir is <clears throat> certainly what we call the winemaker's wine because it's so difficult to make them. It's so gentle and so such a beautiful wine. So there's a, a great hint, Herzog lineage Pinot Noir as well. And then, of course, um, you know, we talked about, here's an interesting wine. <clears throat> you mentioned in the beginning about how some people want low alcohol and low sugars, but also a lot of people want low sulfites. Right, right? good point. So there's two wines. And, and, and because a lot of people say, oh, my nose gets red or I get headaches or, you know, and, and I don't want sulfites in my wine. Well, sulfites are naturally occurring wine simply because they grow in the ground. So they end up in the grapes. But 
most wines add sulfites. There are very few that don't. There's one from uh, the Herzog um, um, wine that's called Belief. Be, like you say, Believe. Right. All right. This one is spelled. This one is spelled B E and then dash L E A F. And this Belief wine is completely organic. Has no added sulfites. Is a Cabernet. So it's a serious wine. It's made by our wonderful woman winemaker, Alicia Wilbur. And uh, nice, great from lady. She does a great job. And this Belief Cabernet is no sulfite standard. And then from Yossi Zaycon, this is a great, great name, if nothing else. And it is something else. And that is a wine called Nature Screaming. Wow. I'll repeat that. But say that again. Say it in your own words. Nature Screaming. Nature's Screaming. Right. That's the name of the wine. And it's a blend of New York State hybrids and uh, uh, some French hybrids made made and grown in New York State. And it has zero, um, it has zero sulfites in it. But so it's 9% alcohol. So it's a fun, easy-drinking wine that'll satisfy a lot of palates and a lot of people who want they're wines that are not bushel, especially perhaps for that first cup. Um, and then, of course, you know, we have wonderful wines from France, not the least of which is the Rothschild wine. And I just tasted the new uh, uh, Rothschild Haute Medoc, uh, and it's just the, the vintage is a great vintage. You know, all, all the vintages from Haute Medoc and from Rothschild specifically are consistently good. Um, so there's a wine that you can bring as a gift too, because, oh, you brought me a Rothschild, you know? <laughs> so, you know, there's, it's made in the famous Chateau Clark, which is a not kosher winery that makes a special cuvee. And it's the only kosher wine made under the real Rothschild name. So, you know, the others, we're trying to get them to make some of their grand cruise, uh, you know, premier cruise, grand cruise, um, first growths actually. Uh, under kosher, but so far we haven't been able to convince them. And uh, shall I continue? Yeah, for sure continue. I mean, this list is insane. Uh, it's, it's amazing what's available out yeah. there and how many different varieties and flavors are around. I talked about, you know, one of the one of the first growths. Um, we're trying to get them to make a first growth kosher. There's only five first growths in the world from France. But one of the, and the fact that they're non-kosher wineries, there's a very, very, very famous winery from Provence that makes, now they're starting to make some whites but, and, and a red, but they're very famous and they make Grand Cru's rosés and that's called Chateau Rubin. And Chateau Rubin uh, is just making some wonderful rosés, anything from Chateau Rubin, their Grand Cru, their Saint B, which is, and the St. B, by the way, is not expensive. It's about 20 bucks. What's interesting about that is that they make kosher and non-kosher. However, because the kosher does so well in America, there's not any non-kosher Chateau Rubin here available in America. Wow. Only the kosher, that's right, could you imagine? Only the kosher is available here in America. And if you, you know, during the course of Yontif, and even, you know, there, again, you know, I defer to ask your local rabbi all the time, but, you know, there is a, an opinion that if you, if your favored wine is a white wine, that's what you should be using. Right. So, so for some, you know, so, so for some white wines, there's 
some wonderful fanfares this year, and also a Pouli Fumé, also from France. And you cannot ever, ever, ever forget, and I urge everybody to please include at least one Israeli wine in your Seder both nights. And um, whoever that is will just, you know, go away. <laughs> one, of, one of my favorites, one of my favorites, somebody's peeping in. But I got it. One of my, it's my daughter. It's my daughter, but, you know, she'll have to wait. Will she be patient, do you think? But, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out if the beeps keep coming. But anyway, one of my favorite wines that nobody talks about or that very few, you know, very few hoopla is made about is a winery from the Judean Hills, from Hari Yehuda, called Tzuba. T-Z-U-B-A. T-Z-U-B-A. And what I love about Tzuba and very few wineries can, in Israel, or for that matter elsewhere in the world, can make this claim, is that they are completely estate. Now, what that means is that not only do they make the wine, not only do they crush the grapes and bottle the wine, but they also grow the wine that they make. So it's completely vertically integrated, meaning that they have complete control from the time they literally plant the grapevine until it ends up on your, uh, you know, releasing it to you from their winery. Now, the reason why this is important, especially in the case of Tsuba, is because they're so careful. You know, they're more focused on their grape growing than they are in their wine making. I'm sorry, in their wine promoting. And so nobody knows about it, ah. how great it is. It's really great. They, you know, they keep, you know, they sell, they sell grapes to some of the best wineries in Israel. But nobody, nobody realizes that they make some great wines of their own. And so anything that comes from Suba would be great. Of course, you have the uh, usual and regular wineries that make consistently wonderful wines that are much more accessible in terms of price. And those are, ba I'm sorry, Barkan and Tepeberg. And of course, the arguably the oldest commercial winemaking company in, in Israel, and that's Carmel. And there's also, here's, here's a fun fun like kind of fact um, and that is is that they discovered about 20 years ago uh, pips which is grape seeds in in amphora uh, in digs and they found that these amphora these grape seeds come from indigenous grapes that grow in Israel that hadn't made wine for a thousand years you know when the, when Muslims came in of course, they stopped making wine because they can't drink wine right. and they won't drink wine. But now they've replanted those grapes. It's one of the one one of those grapes is called Marawi. I know that's hard to say. Marawi. Marawi. And uh, Sigal makes a Marawi. So if you want, if you want to taste something that's both ancient and brand spanking new, there's a wine for you. It's a Marawi. It's white. Uh, it's white. But it's really delicious wine and uh, something you might want to taste. Certainly, if you're going to do it for Kalamai barbecue, lots of people are going to have that. So with your grilled chicken, right, have a Marawi from Segal. I always love to try at least or at least think about trying at least one sparkling wine. Because after all, Pesach is a celebration of freedom, right? Yep. So you know, and it's just a freedom from oppression, freedom of, you know, religion, freedom of especially the Yidden. So, you know, let's celebrate with a sparkler, right? That's a cool thing. And there's some great sparkling wines 
not the least of which is, of course, the Herzog brand spanking new, the Herzog method champenois, uh, and, uh, or traditional method, which is a, a, a really great wine that's made in the same, it's made from California grapes and from Chardonnay, but it's made in the same way some of the great French champagnes are. Uh, and that, like Drapier and uh, Laurent Perrier, to just name a few. And here's a great story that came out this year um, that was kind of known, but nobody talked about it. And that is, is that during the Spanish Inquisition, Jews were expelled from Spain, right? Right. And so for five for 500 years, there, you know, nobody, no Jewish family made wine in Spain. Well, just a few, you know, about 12 years ago, a wonderful family, <clears throat> the Cohen family, opened up and started making wine in Spain. They traced their roots back to Spain from before the Inquisition. They lived in Morocco and then returned to Spain. And under the LV label is now making wines for the first time from a Jewish family in Spain called LV Wines. Remember, but, I, th- know, I think they were in our studio last year, if I'm not mistaken. They were. They yeah. were in your studio, David Cohen. And Moises Cohen, his dad, right. uh, wonderful people. David was the one who was in your studio right. he was with me. He was, he was just he was just such a charming guy. But even more importantly than the history and the, you know, the richness of that, you know, that, all of that is the wine. My goodness, yeah. always focus on the quality of the wine, and they they are just doing such a great job, including, <clears throat> you know, very special like super duper high end wine called Clomasora that comes from LV Vineyards, but just about anything from LV Vineyards uh, would just be a great bottle of wine. And if you, if you, um, if you go a little further, just also brand spanking new. So I've mentioned a whole bunch of brand new wines. There's a really delicious, I was flipped out when I tasted it. You know, the Herzog, the Herzog, the Rothschild family is making wines, started out making wines in France, uh, Lafitte, uh, Latour, uh, you know, um, Mouton, Rothschild, but they now make wine all over the world. One one wine, for example, that's been around for a very long time, kosher, and, and because of our relationship with them in making the Rothschild wine at Chateau Clark, <clears throat> some of their wines that they make around other places in the world, they're also making kosher cuvées. So, for example, in Argentina, they're making a wine called Pleches de los Andes, okay, <laughs> which is a which is a, a yeah, which is which is really delicious. But he just started making wine <clears throat> in New Zealand, and one of the wines I'm telling you, wine is ridiculously delicious and not expensive. It's called Rima Pear, R I M E P E R E. Rima Pear. It's a Sauvignon Blanc, and it's got that classic white grapefruit, you know, ar- aromatic, but it's got a almost sweet lemony flavor in the mouth. And so Rima Pear from the Rothschild is is really quite a delicious white wine. Amazing. And there's a brand new there's a brand new wine from um from Israel, winery in, from Israel that anyway, it's not brand new, but it's it's brand new to us that we represent. And that is um Tura, T U R A. T U R A wine. And Tura is just makes a whole series of wines that consistently are great. One of the wines, talk about rosés. If you want to try a rosé, like I suggest, perhaps for the first coast, try Tura's new rosé. And you know, 
You think you're tall? Well, guess what? I got one. I'm going to one up you here. Let's not me. <laughs> Obviously, I'm that little, I'm that little short guy from from Williamsburg. But um, but Stoudemire, right? Amari Stoudemire. Amari, yeah. What does he got? Amari Stoudemire, who who converted to Judaism and is a really you know he's a black hatter. Yep. <laughs> not only is he black, but he's also a black hatter. <laughs> right. You know. Black hat, white shirt, black suit. You know, he's assistant coach for the Nets. Um, he was, of course, the rookie of the year in his first year uh, with the NBA. Played for the Knicks. Uh, just, just a wonderful and a wonderful, wonderful guy. Is making wine both in Israel at um, at Tulip Winery and also in California at the Herzog Winery. But he's got a bunch of wines. Look for his wines. If you want to give a gift and you know these people are into sports, bring them an Amari Stoudemire wine. It's a good idea. <laughs> You'll, they'll love you. They'll, they'll, keep, they'll keep inviting you back. Trust me. Not, and again, it's not just the fact that it's a fun, you know, fun thing that Amari, who is, what, 7-1 or something. I don't know. Some ridiculous number. He's up there. Um, but not, he's up there. He's taller than you. Yeah, that's right. You know? <laughs> So it's not just that it's a fun thing that Amari is making wine, but it's also good wine. So there's a bunch of wines uh, that that I thought would be would be fun for you all. Um, and I don't know if you got any if you had any questions or any comments. Uh, wonderful wine from I just looking through the book here. Wonderful wines from Italy. The only, or I should say, one of two, I believe, only hundred percent kosher wineries in all of Europe. Not just Italy. In all of Europe, there's, I believe, only two kosher wineries. I believe both of them are in Europe. Of course, there's a lot of kosher wines, and those wines are made in non-kosher wineries by, you know, with with, you know, a completely kosher crew. But there are two only kosher wineries. One is called Terra de Seta, and uh, they're really. If, if you ever get a chance to go there, they have a nice little bed and breakfast. It's not fancy, but it's so romantic and it's so. Oh, kind of, I don't know, quaint. And, you know, they'll get you some kosher food and you can drink their wines and you can hang out with the winemaker and the owners uh, of husband and wife team. Um, just wonderful people, Terra de Seta. I love a wine from them called Asai, A-F-A-I. And what's interesting is, you know, again, to bring to your to the attention of, you know, the kind of geeky stuff that I love about wines. Asai is a wine that can only be designated Asai if a, a conglomeration of their own winemate, of own competitive wineries in the area, and I'm talking about a hundred or more, come together, they taste through all of their wines that they all made, and they decide that on three or four of them, they will, they reach the level of Asai. And mm. So could you imagine wow. the kosher winery in, in Tuscany has got an acai wine and they do it every year. So it's not, it's not necessarily consistent. You don't always get your acai designation, but Terra de Sete has gotten an acai designation, I think two or three years in a row. So there, there are some of the really amazing wines that are coming from, um, of course, Per Habib, um, Bib wines from also from Spain are, are amazing. Um, just, there you go. Unbelievable. Lots of information on the website, of course, everybody. 
Uh, you just uh, go to the Kedem website and uh, you will see a whole host. Of, and, and the truth is, if you go to any kosher wine website, uh, the majority of what's being featured is going to be your products, Jay. So people can take advantage by researching that way as well. And um, and I always say, yeah, go ahead. And right. I always say, especially these days, these the, the retailers, especially the kosher retailers, really know their stuff. And I like them for that. I mean, they, it's not just, they're not just sitting behind the counter waiting for you to come in. They're, they're, they're actively engaged and involved with the wine. And they really can, you know, they really can ask just by asking you a few questions about your taste preferences, price and taste preferences can really direct you well. Yeah, they're well-educated and they uh, really impart that knowledge on the customers and the customers take advantage by buying the wines that best fits them and best suits them, whether it's for Yunta or any other time. Uh, everybody out there, Friday night is the Seder. Uh, you'll find out after the weekend how Jay did regarding the uh, wines during uh, during the Sdurim. But right now, we're just uh, thankful to Jay that he gave us a list of, of a, lot, a long list, thank God, of great recommendations and wonderful things yeah. to be aware of as you shop over the next couple of days uh, for your last-minute wines for Pesach. Even those who have already shopped for wine, as I always say, when this list is discussed on the air, they'll head out and... Um, and uh, I purchased the one that uh, struck their fancy during this conversation. I'm very glad you included, of course, the wines from Israel. Jay, you carried me through this spot, as I told, as I told you earlier. As I told you earlier, I need your help. And boy, you came through with flying colors. And I thank you for that. You're welcome. On behalf of the Herzog family, myself and my family, and uh, Nachum, I want to wish everybody a kosher and Zisen. I don't know why. I don't know why we include that, but in Williamsburg we always did a kosher and zisin Pesach to everyone. Amen. Hi, kosher v'samech, kosher zisin Pesach, Jay, and thanks so much for joining us. We should continue to celebrate wonderful occasions together, including the seder this coming Friday night from the grapevine. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem pre Pesach with the one and only Jay. Books bound. Thanks, Jay. Have a chag samech. There he is. More coming up. You're listening to a Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM.
For more than 40 years Our lives were intertwined And that is why what happened Always lingers in my mind On the day we were engaged The ring that I received Had a diamond far more beautiful Than any jewel I'd seen Your parents said that I deserved The most they could provide But little did I know how this Would quickly change our lives With the wedding just behind us A week of music, dance and song I looked down at my hand and found My diamond ring was gone Your parents did not take it well Found it quite hard to accept We searched in every corner Of each room in which we stepped How careless could I be To lose their priceless gift And slowly but still visibly Our ties began to drift Months later we were walking In a chill quite cold for spring When from deep in your coat's pocket You pulled out my diamond ring Look what I found You cried out My dear, you did no wrong I'm so foolish and forgetful It was my fault all along You were teased for quite a while Were the source of many laughs But years flew by and it became a story from the past Then I wished you were still here To see our children grown And to comfort my unyielding ache Of facing life alone One morning I'd arranged To clean out some old things When in my old valise I found a dusty diamond ring I felt my body tremble as I viewed the stone and band It was a perfect copy of the ring worn on my hand Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com and the NahumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up another great edition of JM in the AM. Tomorrow, 
Leil Badikas Chametz. Tomorrow is Thursday. Badikas Chametz tomorrow night. And then, of course, the Seder is Friday night. See him with Rabbi Goldwasser, 7.40 a.m. Friday morning, if you want to tune into that. And um, plenty more tomorrow starting at 6 a.m. Don't forget, Jesse Zweig has the Wednesday Live Lunch, the simulcast Wednesday Live Lunch, coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern time later today here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Have a fabulous Wednesday, everybody. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.